Are we having a party here? I don't know. Welcome to Polishing Profits. Join our three industry experts boasting 140 years of experience as they unlock building service contracting secrets that can revolutionize your business. Hello, hello, hello to our listening audience. And this fine presentation is brought to you by Polish Profits. And that would be Sharon, Ed, and myself, Mark. And you may be wondering by now, what are we doing? Well, we're talking about leads. Everybody wants more leads. And we're going to spend a little bit of time out the gate on these series to talk about leads and hopefully help you generate more. And the interesting thing with all the multiple methods out there, people still wonder, well, how do I get leads? And the whole idea is you have to produce leads and you have to do it consistently. And what you use for your methodology and where you look, we talked about this in another episode, is very relevant to your business and what you're capable of doing. You know, if you're only capable of handling right now, nothing wrong with this, in your revenue stream, you know, the biggest account you can handle is $3,000 a month, you're going to look for leads in a whole different area than somebody that's signing up $300,000 a month just to go to the crazy extreme. But leads are leads and they're generated. So there's a broad spectrum here that we have to cover. So some of our ideas, you go, you must be crazy. I'm too big for that. That's fine. Some will play, some won't, because we have to cover the spectrum of our listeners. And that's what we're all about here at Polishing Profits. Everything on this list, we've run into people who are doing it. In other words, you know, everything in here, some a building service contractor somewhere was doing it. Or we've and everything done it. in here is valid. We've done it. I would say looking down the list, we've done all of it and add another 25 or 30 to them. Okay. I mean, we all ran business, multi-million dollar businesses for a long time, profitable ones. So take it, use it. This is a, uh, what did you want to call this, Sharon? You had a name for this episode. I thought uh, about lead roundtable. <laughs> Because it's a round table. Lead round because table. We are giving thoughts on each one of these as we round go around the table. Yeah. And we might even like make it. some up we don't have on the list. You never know what's going to go on here. So, Ed, you're still uh, driving the charge. So you want to talk about uh, the list and get us rolling? Well, each one of these things has been tried by a... <clears throat> a building service contractor that one of the three of us at least have uh, been involved with and had to help companies with this. Okay. So let's see. Uh, the first thing on the list is community bulletin boards. All right. And I happen to know that there are residential people who do real well with community bulletin boards. Okay. I don't think it's much for the commercial side though. So uh, my recommendation would be to you know, if you run into one, go ahead and stick a card on it, uh, but uh, don't go out of your way. And I would say if you're just starting out, I mean, if you have just opened your doors, you should try every one of these things. Yeah. I mean, okay, it really doesn't say what you do, but you never know if that's your market where people are going to look and bulletin boards, and those can be in a number of locations, business, the chamber, they're everywhere. And just putting a card there, you never know. Is it a great way to do it? Probably not the most efficient. But if you're small and starting, you should be getting your name out and who you are 
and and what your brand looks like. Well, look for local types of independent businesses. Uh, if, you, if you're going to do this, go ahead and skip Starbucks and uh, the great big national chains and so forth and look for local business people, local independent business people. Uh, those bulletin boards would have uh, carry a little bit more weight than uh, some of the uh, you know giant corporation bulletin boards. And, and what we used to do rather than just, and I mean way back in the day, and I've also talked with people starting businesses, skip the business card per se, get your logo on a three by five if it's allowed on the card or cut a three by five and a half, put a statement that attracts the eye to it about what you do. And uh, it's a little bigger, it's an odd size and it will draw somebody's attention. Remember, it's all about getting eyeballs on your message. So again, probably more for residential, or if you're just starting out, I can honestly say you can't do enough of all of this to figure out where your audience is listening and what's gonna play for you. Well, it's also important when you do wind up with an appointment, find out where they saw your information. I would always ask that. How did you hear about us? All right, so we got 25 of these. We may have 10 weeks worth of video here if we don't agree. <laughs> well, we also said one minute. We've already yeah. broken that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we went over. Number two, content marketing. Now, that's a subject we've had experts on here with, but let's talk just briefly. Ed, content marketing, what are your thoughts? You know, there's a, a, a misunderstanding that you just can throw something up on uh, social media. And it's standing by itself. Uh, They're hoping that something will happen. And the missing piece to the content marketing that I see all the time is context. Okay. If the conversation is in a certain direction and you come in with a completely different direction, it seems to me that you're the guy with the sandwich board and the uh, blinking bow tie, uh, you know, waving at cars to me. You know, that's that's just my... We missed that. Flipping, rolling the sign. <laughs> I love the blinking bow tie, though. That's my yeah. favorite. I like the twirling sign with the arrow pointing where to go. I mean, that's big in retail, but we won't travel too far down that line. But how about you, Sharon? Content marketing. Again, we're not well, going deep. We're just throwing ideas. Yeah, out. I think, you know, videos, blogs. I think one thing I would, my opinion about blogs is if you don't have someone to keep them up for you, you shouldn't do it. How many times I've been to somebody's website and I look under where they have the blog tab and the latest blog was two years ago. If if you can't keep it up, then don't either don't date it, keep it as generic information, or ha- delegate that to someone to keep on top of. That looks bad. A video yep. marketing yep. for content. I'm a huge fan of that. I think Everybody's website should have a video, a nice welcome on the learn about us or here's who we are. That short little video, welcome by the president of the company, the CEO. Anywhere you can put some video on your website is is good. Articles, submitting articles, press releases. Um, We're going to cover that later. So that's my thought on content. Yeah, we can get the video late. And this stuff's kind of all going to jumble together, but video is an excellent tool, but it's got to be used correct. My old thought with content is say something valuable that solves a problem for your listening audience, Mm -hmm. for your target audience. If it's not solving a problem or talking about something you think is a problem, 
nobody's interested. People are looking for a new provider for, you know, one of three reasons in my mind. They don't like who they're working with. Who they're working with isn't doing the job or they want better pricing. And if you're not talking about something in those areas of how you solve that and make it better, it's just me too marketing. Flyers, back to you, Ed. Thumbs down on flyers. Uh, again, it may work for some residential people, but you know, anytime the subject of flyers come up, what I always ask is, uh, let me ask you a question. I said, if I gave you a flyer, would you give me the keys to your house? Yeah. Oh, that's... That wouldn't work, would it? <laughs> so what makes you think somebody's going to hand over the keys of their business because you yeah. stuck a flyer on their uh, windshield? Right. I'm going to run yeah. a different direction before we throw it over to Sharon on flyers. You know, I'll take a flyer on that's an old saying. But think about flyers in this way, and I'm going to move to postcards and some other things to get people's attention. And they go, postcards don't work. Postcards can work very well for getting you in somebody's mind and directing them to your, and I'm not necessarily your web page. You can direct them to your web page. You know, you're going to solve a problem like I talked before or how you're doing something very quick. Then they're going to pop out to your web page or your sales page or your lead page. They're two different things. But that is a great way, and it isn't very expensive if you have a decent message on your postcard or flyer to send in, but the whole idea is to drive them to content, how you solve a problem. Sharon? Well, I think flyers and postcards, in my thinking, are two different things. I, I put postcards under the direct mail piece, that whole yep. strategy. Flyers, I am not a fan. Flyers, to me, are representative of non-business legitimate cleaning people. The ones mm -hmm. that are, are you talking like door hangers? I'm, Is that what well, you think are door hangers when you think flyers? Do very well with door hangers. Some businesses do very well if they're in a yeah. in a community residentials. Do will send door well, hangers yeah. on each side of where they're already cleaning. So that's not necessarily it is random, but you already have a connection because you're already there. I'm not door hangers in commercial. I would say no. I mean, that and the flyers. I'm not a fan yeah. of flyers. I guess I cheated because I really didn't have anything for flyers other than they stink. So I tried to put a positive spin on it and ran <laughs> into direct mail. <laughs> Thanks for the heads up, Sharon. Well, well, well also, let, let's keep in mind that it's possible to do damage. Yes. Yeah. Good point, Ed. It's very possible to do damage. It's kind of like, I wouldn't use these people. Yeah. I mean, if who are these people? You know? Yeah. No. I'd rather move into an unflushed toilet than have these people in my house. So. I mean, it smacks. <laughs> it just smacks of being not Yeah. So. Oh, local business directories. We're doing horrible on our one minute of suggestion. This is a lazy Susan round table. I don't know. Things are going slow. All right. Local <laughs> business directories. I'll throw that out on the table. Uh, there's a variety of possibilities here. One of the most obvious to me was sitting uh, in the waiting room of a doctor's office and uh, picking up whatever was sitting on the table. And it listed all of the retirement homes. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's a cool list. 
So anytime there was a list, I would, you know, let me see what's in there. Is there any way that I, I can utilize this? Uh, but lists are all in all kinds of places. So it might not say directory on it. Okay. Uh, but uh, if it's a list coming out of something that was printed. Okay. That's pretty much it, as near as I can tell. So uh, the chamber has a membership list. And look, people would frown on calling out of the chamber's directory. So the thing to do is to get on the membership committee. And then you have a valid excuse to say, hi, this is so-and-so. And I'm calling on behalf of the Chamber of Commerce. Yep. The Trojan horse. Yeah. That, that would be a way to approach that. I had a lot of success with that. I did too. Yeah, you mentioned it the last time, and both of you yeah. did. And I never, yeah. it, it, it never great. worked for me. And besides the membership, Sharon, local Facebook. Okay, local Facebook groups. Uh, you can't breathe with me, you know. There's a little delay, and I'm going to call on you. I don't, it's just a bad okay. habit. The, what happens okay. with local Facebook groups, I think it works really well again for residential. Not so much mm -hmm. so sure about commercial. Will your commercial customer go to a Facebook group to find you? Probably. Oh. So will so you have to think of where your customer's gonna go to find you when you're thinking about all these these different lead generator places to find leads and where they're gonna find you. So I'm not thrilled with the local community like in our neighborhood the the blah 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 neighborhood group chances are you're not going to get many leads from there for commercial for residential yeah, a lot of local stuff you're right unless you're small and you're really looking for the smaller group of businesses right. that's really not going to play the audience most of us no. want aren't looking there that's not a place they look no. for this information correct and you got to go where your audience is looking. So know your audience. Right. As far as Facebook groups go, um, what I'm really curious about is why are people in the cleaning business gravitating to uh, cleaning groups when you should be in um, the groups for uh, apartment property managers have a number of groups on Facebook. And that those are people that actually buy. I I'm not sure what somebody's thinking if they're posting in a cleaning group, what I'm thinking is that they're not really expecting anything. They're thinking, look, I'm there. I did it. That's it. So. Right. And I think they're thinking they're not yeah, realizing that the people in the groups are other business owners. There's nobody that's going to buy from them in the group. In the same yeah. business. So that doesn't make any sense. I'll make a quick point to that. I think it's relevant here. You don't hire one of the three of us to come and speak to you about insurance at your insurance convention. And it's to the to the point we're talking about here, you don't go where everybody else is. Where is your audience? Well, my audience isn't a bunch of people buying commercial insurance. My audience is, to Ed and Sharon's point, either property managers, building owners, facility directors, facility VP, facility managers. You can go down the list. And one of the things you want to do is figure out who do I want as a customer? What do they call them and where do they look? Because really, Ed's point's important here. You get into these groups and it's all this stuff and it's everybody doing the same thing, reading about what everybody is doing. And it's a bit worthless, like Ed said. Why aren't you? I know the three of us are in several different 
facility management groups, business groups, business owner groups. Because if you're using LinkedIn, you can go out and find the business owners in your area. I mean, if you pay a little bit of money for Navigator, you can go out and do the same data set and searches for people locally. So where are you spending your time and who are you talking to? And if you don't take anything out of this, I think the point that was just made with the roundtable here, know who you're talking to and talk to them. And I think I'll speak for myself here. One of the reasons I got out of Facebook groups, I was of zero help with what's going on. I look at some of them and it's a bit of the same old thing rolling through and it's everybody talking about what they're doing to everybody doing the same thing. Just consider. But quite frankly, that's why I really don't go in there anymore. It isn't I don't like anybody. It's just I don't feel I serve a purpose. Ed, I know you'll speak to that because you've run groups for 15 years. Well, I, you know, one, one of the things, especially when it comes to Facebook, because of the volume of postings on there, I don't actually read much. I scan everything. Mm-hmm. I learned in school, okay, that the, what we're looking for is a topic sentence. And it's either in the beginning or at the end. Sharon, you might be able to verify that as a former teacher, but uh, that was what I learned. And that's all I do is just scan. That's it. So I don't read it. (laughs) And I think there are two different kinds of Facebook groups. We're talking the one set of group where business owners are going to get problems solved. And the other is the local, the local network in your community where people are going to find help, find somebody to hire. And our customer, mm-hmm. in my opinion, doesn't go there. Right. So let's see. We're on we? item six or seven, and we're, we're 20 minutes in. I guess we just don't know how to get to the quick of things. So let's see. Ed, why don't you take a minute? Let's just read down through these so everybody gets at least the idea when we say we're looking at this. What's on this list? Do you want to do that? Okay. And just say, and, let's read okay, straight and, down. And, and these, these are possibilities, not necessarily recommendations. Yes. Right. Okay. What we wanted to do was we wanted to put together something so that, uh, you know, the people that are saying, well, where do you get leads from? Okay. Well, here's a list. Okay. <laughs> um, yes. The, uh, let's see. We were, oh, uh, local newspapers. Okay. There is American City Business Journals is in, I think, most major cities. Okay. And that's a business publication. It comes out weekly and it's local. Okay. Anything on a local level uh, is going to put you in touch with at least some prospects or leads. Okay. But the thing is, is that the main way to get through there is with press releases. So what I would say is uh, on the local newspapers is Google, Google local business papers. And and it can work. I've seen it work. And press releases are free. It doesn't cost anything for a press release. They're awesome. They're fabulous. I use those a lot as well. You have to follow Mm -hmm. the rules for those. But they are really good. I would do it when I promoted somebody. I would mm-hmm. do it sometimes when I got new accounts, not always, depended on the mm-hmm. account. But when we opened up another region in the area, mm-hmm. South Florida, I would do that. So anytime I could do a press release, I did it. Yeah, there are rules to it. So it's worthwhile to study what has to happen. 
And if you don't know how to do it, you can go out to Fiverr and find a freelancer that knows what they're doing. It'll cost you 10, 15 bucks to get it done. Right. So there's a lot of everything we're talking about here. Honestly, if you want to go out to Fiverr and there's other areas, other groups other than Fiverr, I use that things people are most aware of. And that Fiverr's got a pro section and a non-pro section. But you can grab anyone to get some fast information as a freelancer and put them on your team. And that includes everything in here, you know, email, marketing, SE, signage, any of those things, you know, because we can't all afford to have people on staff or people that are working with us on a regular basis. So as you think about this list, think about, I don't know how to do that. Well, go out to Fiverr and start getting some ideas and for 20 bucks, you can get it done. And if it brings $1,500 a month account, I, I would definitely say your cost of acquisition for the lead was well worth it. Okay. We are talking about, <laughs> down the list. Go ahead, Ed. Yeah. We are talking about inbound sources now. Okay. Everything we've talked about up to this point is inbound. Okay. And just to finish up the inbound list. Okay. Let's see. There's online business directories. Online reviews are a big thing. Uh, and I'm not sure I like them because it's fairly simple to have competitors just trash you, you know. Um, another one would be uh, the advertising, social media advertising, Facebook, and all that stuff. Uh, although I don't know anything about that. Vehicle signage means something. I have written down phone numbers from vehicle signs. It's like, oh, wow, that's cool. Uh, and I'd scratch out a, a phone number, okay? So there is some value to uh, vehicle sign signage. And where it's probably most effective is uh, just for, for, for so people become familiar with your company name and so forth. Okay. Next one is a website and SEO. I mean, that's self-explanatory. Once again, I'm not somebody that knows how to uh, do all that stuff. That would be where I would be bringing somebody in if I wanted to take a mm -hmm. shot at that. The SEO, I believe, is getting easier because the sites are getting smarter and lots of them do it by themselves. Right? Of course, there's word of mouth and then, which is just, I mean, that's probably top of the list. Okay. Um, and then the final one on the inbound is the Yelp, the Yellow Pages and uh, the Google My Business. All right. And, and that kind of goes with the uh, online thing that we just talked about. Okay, Ed, great. We've covered the inbound, and then I believe our next episode is going to be on outbound. Inbounds where you drive the leads, obviously, in, and outbounds where you're constantly reaching out and talking to people and delivering messaging, which both work and both have their place. So if you want to know what we're thinking about outbound, join us in the next episode. And if you don't know what the outbound episode is, jump over to YouTube. All these things are Media Manager has put everything in order, in topical order, so you can find about anything that we've talked about by topic just by going out to YouTube. Did I say Facebook? I can't remember. Well, it's YouTube. YouTube. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, I'm old. Look at my hair. You know, sometimes I can't remember from one sentence to another. What hair? Yeah, what, well, what I've got less. The barber still says I have a decent hair. I had a hair for a man my age. So with all that said, Visit us on YouTube, Spotify, somebody else. What am I missing? YouTube, Spotify, Google, Google, Google Amazon. Facebook. I know it's Apple Music. Let page. me. You know. We have a page on Facebook. 
I understand. Oh, yep, we have yep. a page on right. Facebook as well. We our page. Yeah. Thanks okay. for listening. We hope you enjoyed. If you want to hear something, you can always reach out and let us know. We're here to help you help you do better and grow your business. Thanks for watching Polishing Profits. And as usual, adios.